Welcome to Leakin' Road. Ladies and guys, welcome to Slides. Welcome to the show. I'll be your guide as I provide you with the vibes. Let's go inside. Do something dope today. Don't overthink it. If you got a song, you better sing it. I'm your host, Sean Moore, and I'm here to chop it up with some local innovators doing extraordinary stuff. Slides. What up, what up, Slides family, and welcome to the final episode of season two. Man, I can't believe we made it here already. You know, it's been a pleasure really to bring you guys these amazing interviews from these incredible guests. Season two was very exciting and, you know, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Now, season three will return in May and boy, I can't wait to share more engaging content as the theme for season three will be Black Girl Magic. So please get ready to be inspired like never before. But before we get to that, let's make sure we close this season out right. Now, I've had the privilege of knowing today's guest for the past 17 years. Uh, we met through his older brother on some MCing type vibe. And since then, this brother has gone on to become a father, a book author, and now most recently, a filmmaker with his own company. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for the owner of Jabri Wright Films, my man, Mr. Jabri Wright. What's good, bro? What's good? What you doubt? <laughs> yeah, man. So Appreciate glad that. that I got you in, you know, on season two, and we can officially, you know, end this season out with a bang bang. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's do it, man. I'm all, all for right, it. Man. So what you been up to, man? It's been chilling, man. You know, we just wrapped up the the season, the whole series, man. Just been taking one day at a time and getting ready for new projects. Yes, sir. I'm ready to get into that, too. I'm ready to talk about that. Um, mm -hmm. And what my man is referring to is uh, see, uh, his new miniseries called um, Daddy, You Misspell Father. But before we get to the miniseries, I have to ask you, because you wrote a book with the same mm -hmm. title first, right? Yeah. So I'd, I'd like to know, what was the inspiration, Jabri, to write that book, Daddy, You Misspell Father? Well. It's kind of crazy because a lot of people don't even know I had that name, the title of it in 2018, two years before I even started working on the book. Wow. So, yeah, the title was just sitting around, just came to me one day in my head. I'm like, man, where did it, where did this title come from? Like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. You know, and I couldn't and I couldn't figure it out at that particular point in the time. But two years later in 2020, ironically, everything came to paper. But the you know everything wasn't um, it was inspired by pain. Mm. It was inspired by pain told in three different perspectives, from the father, the son, and the mother. You know, um, uh, my son, my son at one point in time in life when he was little, you know, he felt like I didn't love him at one point in time, wow. and that was yeah, that was the worst feeling ever. I promise you, mm -hmm. and. I, I scattered that pain into different parts of the story, mm -hmm. not to bash anybody, but it's more of to raise awareness from a child's perspective of pain wow. told in three. Yeah. Told in three different perspectives. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the first part of the whole story is the father. I mean, I, I mean, it captures his phase and it continues in the mother's phase in part two 
And the final chapter in part three, the final phase is the sun, you know, so it's, it's really deep, you know, it's really uh, deep. I love that. So three different perspectives. Yeah. Right. That's dope. Now, um, you said that it didn't make it to paper till 2020. Um, was that largely uh, in part due to the pandemic? Like, was it easier to sit down and focus because like the world just kind of slowed down at that point? That's exactly what happened. Okay. It's like when the pandemic happened, everybody was working from home. I was working from home and everything. And I had time to um, to write. But something was just telling me to start on this book for some odd reason. Mm-hmm. And I followed the way I feel, you know, and um, I had no idea 29 chapters would be produced from that story in two months. Wow. I, I, I wrote the whole book and this was the fastest I've ever read, written anything. A book, wow. normally a book takes takes me about a year to write. Mm-hmm. You know, this book took two months. And I really believe the main reason why is because of what what goes on inside this story. So much is happening in this world. So when I was writing it, I was kind of like it, um it, it was kind of like a trance. I was a, mm-hmm. like I was in a trance and I could not stop. You know, and I couldn't could not believe what was coming out on paper. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, it sounds like you like really just kind of immerse yourself in it. Yeah, big time, man. Like it, you know, I I really gave it everything. I promise you, I gave it everything. And when I immersed myself into it, when when it was over, I had to come down from this high because I felt like wow. I was in a whole another a whole another universe. It took like right. a month yeah. for me to come down from that. Yeah. Well, Jabri, I'm always fascinated to hear these type of stories and, you know, to hear of these creations that came out of this pandemic, because mm-hmm. you know, on the outside, obviously, uh, you know, it was a bad situation. Right. And, you know, not making light of what we're going through with COVID and things like that. But just to hear, especially like from the creatives, what spawned, you know, what came out of that, you know, um, and I, I hear stories all the time. You know, I wrote a book or I got I started a business or, or you know, things of that nature. So that's real kind of that's real dope to hear that, you know, you had the idea two years prior. The pandemic yeah. comes and you can either do two things. You can like fold up and, and, and crawl into a corner and be scared and mm-hmm. fearful of what's coming in the world. Or you can use that as inspiration or, or, or you know. Uh, lighter fluid to just set that fire. You know what I mean? So that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. I, I like to know, you know, what made you want to turn the book into a movie and more specifically a a, a miniseries? Because I think that's pretty dope. Like sometimes, you yeah. know, I see people doing doing movies and mm-hmm. for you to make it a miniseries for something, you got to kind of come back and watch. What What made you want to do that? Truth be told, like what's so crazy is I never like time I started writing the book, a movie never crossed my mind. Okay. I kid you not. And it came about kind of on accident, but things don't happen on accident the way I was looking at everything. So at first, my whole plan was to just do a book skit to promote the book. And um, so I I, I was I asked my homeboy Lomac, who was in the film too, uh, mm-hmm. Lomac. Um, I asked him, like, do you know anybody who can do like a book skit for me? Blah, blah, blah. Record it based on what I need. And yeah. then he brought up the name Jake Jabber. Yeah. <laughs> so now, not, to, not to cut you off. So when you say a book skit, you mean like a like a visual trailer for the book? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. 
And you, um, we actually filmed that. We actually filmed like a visual trailer of the book and everything, uh, making out certain parts of the book. Mm-hmm. So um, when I was introduced to Jake Jabber, um, he said he was cool with it. You know, we filmed the book skit and everything. Then after the fact, um, a conversation came came up about a movie. Um, and I, I told him, you know, I'm, I'm all for it, you know, and... Um, we was just talking about budgets. He got back into me in a few days. And I remember I was coming home from Orlando. Um, it, this was over the Thanksgiving weekend of all days. It was over the Thanksgiving weekend um, when I, I got the word that, hey, you know, let, uh, let's do a movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so when that happened, I'm like, man, this just happened out of nowhere. So right. I was like, you know, I had to put put together a cast for the first time and everything, and everything just came together. You know, um, everybody knew somebody who needs to play this part. Right. You know, um, had to find um, different people for different roles and different, different stuff. Yeah. Yep, and learned as we go, and it just came out of nowhere. You know, all my life I've been writing right. books and poetry and music. Right. Right. Um, this was my first time ever writing a movie script, so I had to reach out to um my homeboy his name um Debo Derek okay. um he graduated film school and everything so he showed me how to write scripts because uh, you got to write it a certain way you can't just yeah yeah, yeah. Um, you kind of answer my question because that's gonna be my next question like did you have yeah. any experience in knowing how to write a script because mm-hmm. like with a script from just a little bit of uh uh you know studying that I've done on the subject um you know you have to write it a certain like every you can't leave anything to the imagination. So yep. like exactly. somebody, somebody sighs when they walk in the room or yawns, you got to write, you know, you know, whatever John yawns as he enters the living room, you know, you got to write everything yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, <this laughs> Which in my mind could be kind of tedious. Cause you like, yeah. you just yeah. think it, but you like, you, you might not think, okay, I need to put that on paper, but every single action that yeah. takes place in the film has to be documented, which yeah. really helps in the end because it helps, I think, paint the whole picture and makes it that much easier for, I guess, the cast and the actors to understand what's going on in that moment. But it's very mm-hmm. meticulous. Yeah. It's, that's what yeah. turned me kind of off from it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, you know, yeah, and, um, it was a, a like, few years back. I was like, I could write a movie. Then I started like studying <laughs> screenwriting. I was like, oh, it's man. tough, man. I'm about to I'm do that with right somebody now, else. <laughs> It's, it's really tough. And, you know, thank God he showed me like a template. He, he sent me like eight, eight scripts of what he wrote. Eight, he wrote like eight, eight movies. Wow. And I was able to use that as a template of how to get started on my own. So right. I just incorporated that and just, you know, writing just, just came with the territory. And I had to put everything together like it's a real, you know, a movie. It was challenging, right. man, because you like you in charge of creating the world. Right. You know? And it's it's tough, but you know every step of the way, everything everything got easier. That's dope. That's dope. And it seems for those that don't know, I'm gonna just go ahead and let you know I have a small cameo in the in the movie. And, um, <laughs> yeah. What, oh, yeah. what I gathered from just that one day on set is in 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 a couple you know a couple times with the photo shoot, it seems like everybody was so engaged and on one accord, and I feel yeah. like that's probably half the battle. Because you got oh, yeah. all these different personalities you have to deal with. And you don't yeah. have a small cast, brother. You got a yeah. cast, a lot of different moving parts. So just to be able to hone all that in, uh, you know, share your vision, and then everybody want to work toward that, 
just off the strength of of you and you being good people, and I think nobody wanted to disappoint you. Mm-hmm. I would assume that made the job a lot easier. It really did, and everybody stuck together big time, man. And I had no idea. You know, I was kind of afraid at first, like, dang, like, is everybody going to stick together? Is they going to be able to be patient? And, you know, time everything was said and said and done, um, it was over 100 people in this film scattered wow. out. 100 wow. people from the extras, from all. I'm like, wow, everybody stuck together. And it's hard to keep people together, man. Some people have, you know, um, um, trouble keeping five people together arm um, in the band. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, it's, it's, especially if, like, you know, if you're not dealing with a huge budget where yeah. people, like, you know, because everybody still got to work their jobs. and Yeah, they, man. You know, so kudos to you, brother, for being able to harness all of that and, and, you know, see your vision all the way to the end. And kudos to everybody that's involved in this film because... Yeah, everybody know, did a great job, man. Everybody in then. A, a lot of different skill sets came out of everybody too. A lot of people, it was their first time. So mm-hmm. a lot of people was um, really good at improvising. I can give, like, I can pr- um, pretty much say, you know, like everybody did their thing following the script and improvising certain parts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, um, the guy playing Trey Squeak, you know, he's, oh man, really good with improvising his lines. Yes. yes. You know, um, really good, man. Like, it's so crazy because a lot of people don't even know, you know, he always went by the script, but about 80%, 70 to 80% of the time, all off the dome. Yeah. Still conveying, yeah. like, so still conveying the script. The meat, he kept the meat of what you wanted in that Exactly. Line. Yeah, I noticed that yeah. from that day at filming at the studio. And I was, I was very impressed with him because it sounded so believable. It didn't sound like he was trying to... Yeah. And I think Boom. for some reason, you know, giving them, giving the actors that liberty to say, hey, you know, mm-hmm. put it, say it the way you would say it. But basically, this is what I'm trying to get across in this line. Probably yeah. makes it a lot easier than feeling like, OK, I got to commit to saying this line for line. Because maybe in that instance, it does come off like, oh, man, it sounds like he's reading. But he yeah. he understood the assignment, for lack of a better word, you know. Yeah, okay, yeah this, he did. This is what he wants. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say all I'm gonna say this, but I'm gonna say it how Squeak would say it or how this character would say it. So that's exactly, that's and that dope. came out so much better, and it feels so much better too. Like when everybody watches, it just feels natural. Right, right. That's so awesome, man. What um, were there any valuable lessons that you would say you learned along the way by making this project? Like anything that <laughs> opened your eyes up or enlightened you? whether it's about the filmmaking process or just in li- about life in general, anything you, you learn? Oh, big time. Um, my biggest thing was I've learned to be more consistent and to be more patient. Mm. Like this has really taught me those two attributes on a whole nother level. And, you know, before it, you know, it was like on an average basis, you know, like on the average point of view. But now with this film, the film were re- like really put me in that, like in that particular place where, man, you really got to be patient no matter what and consistent too. Like no matter how long it takes to finish, you know, right. because it took us a, um, a whole year, but um, we really took our time in every scene. People go be able to see that in every single scene. And then I was kind of like blown away watching all the footage, like, like, wow, every scene was on point. Right. And 
we didn't rush anything. You know, we just stayed patient and just stayed consistent no matter what. Stuck yeah. together. Dope, dope. And so with the content and with the idea of what you had, was it just, did it just make more sense to make it a mini series? Because it's kind of hard to tell a whole story in an hour and a half or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because the book, see, I wanted to, is 29 chapters. Um, I, I, I only released eight. Eight okay. for the first part, which is season one. Um, so I wanted, so it was really too big to put into one movie. Yeah. So we really had to break it up into parts. Okay. And it just made more sense to make a miniseries. Gotcha. You know, to, to, to really make a miniseries. Because if we would have put out this in a movie format, you know, it would have probably been something like, movie, huh? yeah, yeah, you know, it's, yeah, like, I got to take a nap and come back to catch the rest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so even with season one, you know, like just to give like a little bit of the way, um, even with season one, the, the, the total film time for the entire season one is close to four hours. Wow. You know? So, yeah, and I'm like, wow, we got all this footage. You know, yeah. it's close to four hours, so it's broken up into um, into different episodes yeah. into, into the first season, and we go just just keep progressing with it. Okay, so will each uh, season have, what, the same amount of episodes for the most part? Or? Um, some of them, we go average it for each season about seven episodes, six seven or episodes. seven episodes. I know for the first season, um, definitely seven episodes. And for the rest, um, I want to... Probably just pr- probably seven every season, like er- uh, every season, seven per season until okay. we finish. That's dope. That is dope. That's dope. Okay. So what else I wanted? Oh, that's I know what I wanted to ask. I want to say, um, was there anybody that like like really surprised you with their performance? Was because like you say, for the most part, everybody was inexperienced. Like this was their first time. So was yeah. there anybody that like? Like just kind of blew you away, like man, you you were made for this. Oh yes, and now er- everybody did their thing. Everybody did their mm-hmm. thing, but I gotta say, um, Maria okay. um, Metcalf, her mother Tiffany, um, True Blood, let her participate in the story to fulfill the sister of Bam Bam. So okay. she really blew me away. Wow. Just you can't. Ask Stevie, camera guy can ask everybody who was on set with her. You know, she 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 give you that feeling like, man, she's really made for this. Mm-hmm. She's really, she really has something that nobody has, you know, and she's so young. And I, I, you know, I told her plenty of times, like, hey, I really think you is like the next big everything, you know. Wow. You may not see it, but I, I I just see it and I know it like you. Like you got something, you know, yeah. and uh, she, she, you know, she's one of them actors and being so young too, she, she studies the arts and everything, study different actors and everything. Yeah. And she gets it. You know, a lot of her scenes, you know, was very emotional. A lot yeah. of them. Yeah. And she's able to turn the tears on just like that. Man. <laughs> wow. And she's yeah. a teenager. Just like huh? that. She's a teenager, right? Teenager, man. Wow, man. Yeah. That's so- that's so amazing too that I'm some people probably get to, to discover their gifts in this process or their talents or you know surprise themselves like wow I didn't know I can do this you know so that's that's pretty cool yeah yeah absolutely man it was you know a lot of her scenes um I think the, the, the 
last scene we filmed with her was um with, with um, was with her and Bam Bam, her brother in the story. And man, you know, seeing that performance, you know, unfold. I ain't gonna give away any spoilers. Right, right, <laughs> but right. seeing that that performance um, unfold, man, it brought tears to my eyes. It really did on set, and I'm like, wow, this is. You know, I can't believe this is that, like, you know, that they're doing this, that she's doing this. And wow. everybody's just bringing this to life. It's been a lot of times where I just got emotional on set because just seeing everybody bringing this to life. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, it's bigger than it, it's bigger than what I wrote. You know, it's bigger yeah. than the whole story itself, man. It really is. And it's amazing. That's cool. Man. That's cool. Now, um, will where will the uh, the any series be available at where can people um well first of all let us know when it's dropping and then let us know where where they'll be able to uh to watch it at um it's coming out father's day weekend june 18th june 18th awesome it's going to be on release um on amazon prime is going to be the main channel um i'm going to also have it up on prime free with ads so if you don't have prime you know it's going to be made available like uh, for free to watch also so okay. you know you ain't got to worry about nothing if, 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 if you can't afford it you know i'm trying to like look out for everybody man because i really want everybody to see everybody's performance see how good everybody did right. and to understand like to really understand the story and to get a grab of it and just you know have a good time watching everybody man and everybody from saint pete but uh, the majority of us is so you know to me it's not about money you know, good things come about in the end. You know, we only hear, you know, um, once. We know yeah. um, tomorrow is not promised, and I want to make sure everybody sees this for free. You know, on Prime, um, it's going to be on. It's going to also be on um, other networks through Film Hub. Um, yeah, uh, Film Hub is a extended distribution channel. I push your push your um your content on like Tubi, um, Roku, and uh, other different channels oh, and everything. Nice, nice. Yeah, I was gonna actually mm-hmm. how this film hub where so it's kind of like the same way like say like DistroKid for music. Yeah, Film Hub does that for movies. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and um Jake Jabber, Jake Jabber had told me about it, and okay. um he does the same thing too. And um, it's a pretty good, you know, it's a pretty good channel for independent um, f- uh, filmmakers. If you got content out, you want a, a, a distributor, they'll distribute your stuff on their um, network to lots of, of channels and they keep 20% and you keep the rest. Okay. Okay. Now, speaking of the Jobber brothers, for those that don't know, so that, uh, that's Jake Jobber and Brian Jobber, right? And they, yeah. those that don't know, they were uh, some local filmmakers here who's, got some product out on Amazon Prime right now. They mm-hmm. recently moved to Cali, am I correct? Yeah, they moved to Cali. Okay. So, so they they started out the, you started the project with them, then they moved. Who did you finish it up with? What's the name of that company? Um, actually, it went through my own company, Jabri Wright Films. Okay. Uh, so okay. I, um, I had to, you know, get, get the LLC and everything to finish out everything the right way. Nice. Uh, right. But they're, you know, they're still, you know, tied to it and everything as far as, um, you know, production-wise and credits, yeah. you know, in the film. And um, spoiler alert, you know, Jake Jabber is actually coming back um, next month, April 17th on Easter Sunday to film a scene in the call center. Oh, um, okay. 
that, that we got coming out. <laughs> okay, the movie. Okay, gotcha. The yeah, he's, uh, yeah. We gonna get yeah. into that in a minute too. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope, man. <laughs> I just like the fact that you know, you know, you started it out with them, and you know, yeah. obviously when they moved to Cali, that could have been like a panic moment. Like, oh my god, we started to say what we gonna do now, but it, it be like you always find a way to fight through whatever adversities, man. And I think mm-hmm. that's inspirational in itself and just a good message for people to just, you know, sometimes things might not work out the way you, you see it going. Absolutely. You have to, have, you have to remain hopeful and re- remain optimistic and be like, you know what? I got a vision for this. Uh, mm-hmm. It, you know, as long as the end result is what I envision or better then who cares what detours I may have to take as long as exactly. it's a destination, man. So, yeah. And, and, and plus, you know, along the way, you know, um, Stevie came into the picture, man. And Stevie is just an amazing individual itself, yeah. man. He's, he's really That's talented. Cool. He's smart, man. Like, like you've seen the way he work on, on yeah. set, man. He's yeah. able yeah. to very see everything. Very efficient. You know, yeah. I, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Um, do you have any plans of entering it in any film festivals? Yes. Um, actually, Tribeca and a few others, um, we have to do this before the film comes out. Right. So I'm going um, to plan on in, um, probably submitting it sometime in the next three weeks, to be honest. Okay. Um, there's a few episodes already finished and edited 100%. Uh, um, we have about two more to finish and edit. And then... You know, but uh, we go definitely submit it because I really think it's, you know, it's different. It, it's really different. Once people see it, they go, you know, probably feel the same exact way, but it's different. And I really think it could do some numbers and win some awards. And I really, you know, I really hope everybody in it, you know, just just take something from it. You know, yes. Yeah. Like like I'm, 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 I'm rooting for everybody more than myself. I promise wow. you, man. Wow. I, I really hope something big and great comes out of this for everybody. Everybody involved, right? Like everybody involved. Speaking of everybody involved, Jabri, um, for the most part, and I think you alluded to this earlier, pretty much everyone in the film is from St. Pete or a neighboring area, um, including to the songs that are chosen for the soundtrack and for the score comes from local artists. Why is that specifically important to you? for one, I wanted to to, to, um, to just show love from uh, for my hometown of where I'm from. Mm-hmm. You know, that's for uh, first and foremost. And everybody in the film is from St. Pete. It's a, a few people that's not. I know for certain uh, for certain shoots, and you know, it it, it blew my mind. Um, some people actually flew out of state for certain uh, for certain shoots. Wow, wow. Um, for for this Queen Street shoot that we shot, um, it's this big protest forgiveness scene. Um, a few people came from um, New York. Um, some family drove from Massachusetts. This girl flew from Boston just to be there. Yeah. Just to support, man. And that was everything because, you know, like, you know how it is with certain family, man, so certain family won't even show up and they live in the same city. Same city. You know? Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm just being honest. I'm yeah, not the only victim sure. of that. It's true. <laughs> you know it, what I'm saying? It, it, it's sad, bro, but that's that's almost in any way you it's, go. It's like sometimes the yeah, whole thing is it's sad. Yeah. It, it's sad. It's like the people, you know, from the P 
people who you don't even know will support you more than your own family, man. Yeah. And it's truth. So you're like, um, and it's sad, and it should not be like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And but you know, for as far as the local artists too, you know, um, it was so important for me to give back to all the local artists because I just know how it was for me just coming up as an artist myself. Yes. And to just always, you know, like like looking for avenues and looking to get on and like looking for somebody to just hear me. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to really make that to really create that tunnel for local artists, especially in St. Pete. You know, St. Pete, it's so hard for us to come up in St. Pete. Yeah. It's so hard. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, with this platform, it gives people a, a chance to really be heard yes. through music, you know? Yes, because it's so much talent here. That I mean, we've been, we've been saying this for years, right? Whether it's MC, so much talent, man. There's so much talent here, and it's like, the world man, just have a clue. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's like man, we that that let that chosen state, that that last chosen state that's go be recognized, man. Like when I, you know, when I went to y'all play, you know, the um, hooked on a bad spirit. Yes, you know, blow it away, man. Tron is amazing. All y'all did, yeah. All y'all is amazing, and it's like man, there's so much talent here in, in Florida, man. We just like the forgotten state, yeah. you know. So I'm 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 trying to break that bridge. I'm I'm, I'm trying to you know, start something for the first time and do something positive, man, to give back in the positive way in that in that aspect, man, for everybody, especially okay. artists, man. I love that. I love that, bro. And, you know, it's a big reason why I wanted to have you on the show um, because I wanted to be able to say in two or three years when you were a household name, you know, I had him <laughs> on my show. You know what I'm saying? All y'all knew who he was. I had him on my show because I believed in him. You know what I'm saying? And I do. I believe you, that. you go be a household name just like a Will Packer, just like an Angela Bassett, just like a Justin Hires, a Rod Wade, who, by the way, for those that don't know, all of those people are from St. Petersburg, Florida. Absolutely. So we know we have the talent here. It's just about staying consistent. That's, that's mm-hmm. what's been on my heart and my mind lately is I think the difference from those that make it and don't is the ones that made it just, they stayed consistent. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes that's time. hard, bro. That's hard when you feel like you're putting in all this effort, all this time, all this labor, and you feel like you're not seeing immediate results. It's like, is this all for not? Yeah. But like you say, tomorrow ain't promised, but that's all the more reason to keep going, to keep grinding, because you don't know how close to that breakthrough you really are, man. So I'm, I'm proud of you, bro. I, I, you know, I've seen your evolution. You know what I mean? You know how me and your brother used to get it in all the yeah, time. Yeah, man. Like, I mean, I and and you were right there. You was always right there. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, I got bars too. Listen, check man, it out. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I couldn't wait to hear y'all songs, man. Bakari used to bring home music all the time, man. Yeah. Every time it was a song with y'all too, it was always special, man. Right, right, right. <laughs> Right, because we were two of the, you know, more known ones from the birds. Yeah, big time, man. Got it in, bro. You know, got it in. So, man, oh, man. this is and, and really not, exciting for me and, and th- that you reached out to me, too, and said, hey, man, I want I want you to be a part of this. That meant a lot. I had to, man. Like, like, I wanted to see in the, the whole reason for that right there, too, 
I, I wanted to bring back the legends and the Hall of Famers in my eyes. Wow. And, and who was known around that time frame in St. Yeah. Pete. And it was you, Bakari, and a few others, man, like yeah. many others. And I just know, you know, like I, I'm, I'm all about giving back, man. And yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, and how much y'all meant to me. Right, like, right. Um, when I was small, man, I was like looking up to y'all, man. Like, right, right. wow. <laughs> you know wow. what I'm saying? And, you know, that, that in itself is inspiring, bro, because sometimes you don't know. You don't know the impact you having on somebody else. You know, I was man. just doing what I love to do with other people that was doing what they love to do. But you didn't, you don't really, sometimes you don't know until you hear it back like this. It's like, bro, I looked up to y'all, bro. Y'all was killing it. It's like, man, big time, man. Sometimes that, it's enough, just you know, the gratification. Like that's some, like you say, that somebody heard me and somebody was influenced by it. You know what I'm saying? Man, big time, man. I still remember the song Bar Fight with you. Bar Fight, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, of course, hey, that was great up a bar hey. fight. Yeah, <laughs> I man. Know Lyrical if your bark yeah. is as big as your bite, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. Oh man, good times, good times, man. So um, before we get on to one of my favorite parts of the show, Jabri, I wanted to know what other projects do you have coming up? appreciate that, man. So right now, um, with us being done with Daddy, You Miss Bell Father, we are uh, working on Call Center Love and Drama. That's another miniseries. I um, love it. <laughs> it, it. It basically captures the Call Center life. Mm-hmm. Um on a whole nother level, I'm going to just say that without giving away anything. <laughs> um, you work in the call center, you, you kind of can get an idea of where he's going with that. <laughs> there you go. You know, it's a good, it's a really good plot behind everything, too. Um, and the other project in in which Shakur is also in it also, um, the mini lights. Hey. The mini lights. <laughs> the mini lights is going to yes. be big. You know that about the mini lights if you're from the Berg, you already know. You, the mini lights is going to be big. It really is, man. I don't want to even give away nothing Ooh. at all on that yet. The, the plot is so deep. The story is so deep. And it's going it's to, I'm going to just say this without giving away anything because not even out yet. Yeah. Um, everybody in St. Pete going to be shook. <laughs> Oh my goodness! But you know, in this that one right there too, the mini lights is so important to me because it's St. Pete. You yeah. know, it's the stamp of St. Pete, and it's been around since you know the seventies, the sixties, yeah. way before I was born. So it's right. important to capture that story, right? In a really great way, man. I promise yeah. you, man. And, 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 um, and it's different. It's, it's different. Um, it's really that's, different, man. That's what I was just noticing about these three projects. To me, they're all different from each other. Is that something that you purpose with your film company to to cover all different types of genres and not just be yeah. stuck to one thing? Yep. Yep. Okay. And then, too, like I'm sticking to what I know how to formulate, you know? Okay. So I, I, I'm not going to put out anything that's not, that, that I know that I cannot write it in or right. just is it, it has to make sense to me. You right. know, it has to, it has to make sense. It has to be, it, um, it has to be something different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like anything I put out, it's going to be something different and it's going to make sense, man. Like in the original way, in the original right. way. And, um, you know, the thing about the mini lights too, man, this, 
man, like we plan on releasing that every Halloween season. You know, it's going to be okay. one big movie every Halloween season. I can say that right now. Okay. Um, it's going to be pretty dope. You know, it's going to be pretty dope what we got in mind for that. You know, um, we probably go start uh, going into production with that one. We already filmed a few scenes for trailer purposes only, but um, okay. we, we go go into a full production with that close to the end of the year, uh, right before we get started with season two with Daddy. Daddy, you miss Bell Father. Awesome, awesome. Now, uh, you know, I don't know if you want to give this away first, so I'll ask. Uh, <laughs> if you, no, no pressure, no pressure, but do you want to share with the audience uh, what my role is going to be? Who I'm going oh. to be with? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, 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 oh, oh, absolutely. Um, I can give it away. Um, okay, okay. So, okay. Shy Core is going to play Dr. Safari. Dr. Safari has been working at this mental institution for the criminally insane for over 40 years. Mm. And he knows all about the many lights and he knows all about the secrets of the whole building. Mm. And he also knows about what's locked away at that mental institution for the criminally insane. Um, (laughs) I'm not going to give it away. You know, (laughs) I'm not going to give it away. But as the story progresses, they um the audience to start to figure out as well as the cast, you know, like the people in the story yeah. that something up with Doctor Safari, you know, it's yeah, it's like like everything in the film, you know, it, it happens for a reason. It's, it's got to really pay attention to detail in the story. So I, that's all I'm gonna say right now. But um, we gonna revisit this. <laughs> I love it, man. I can't wait to dive in, bro. I can't wait to dive in. And for all those that might be listening, like. This man just think he can do everything. He first he a rapper, <laughs> now he a podcaster. Listen, I got me some acting experience, okay? Yeah, I've been uh, since I was a little kid, so oh, yeah, I'm comfortable in that space getting my act on. All right, y'all. Just that's just I had to put that out there for the He think he can do everything. Guess what? <laughs> I so <sure> do. <laughs> hey, hey, and I'm gonna tell y'all too the reason why I chose Shot Court for that role is uh, is because I could see him fulfilling it really good nice. and, and y'all to see you know once it's out the type of character he brings to the table and it's a lot of value it really is man, man i can't wait bro. <laughs> i can't i cannot wait all right so before we get into my favorite section of the show the 10 piece we're going to pause real quick for a word from our sponsor you're listening to slides on lincoln road thank you for choosing slides today may i take your order uh, yeah, can I get that 10-piece, please? Sure. Coming right up. You're listening to Slides, and this is the 10-piece. All right, we are back. This is the 10-piece where me and my guests will make a collaborative 10-song uh, playlist for your listening pleasure. Um, it's a good way to commemorate the conversation. The one caveat is that we choose one local artist a piece because we got to get a local some love here on slides. So without further ado, um, Jabri, you got your five? I got them. I got them. So what we'll do is you just let me know one by one what you went with and you can choose to share why you went with that song or not. It really doesn't matter. It's just a dope way for us to, you know, kind of Put the put the uh, conversation in some kind of context, and for people to remember this amazing mm-hmm. interview, man. I, I'm so glad you've been on the show. 
And uh, like I say, this is where you end the season with a bang like this. So without further ado, let me let me hit them five joints. So um, the first local artist, well, the, the, the local artist I chose for this, it goes by the name of um, Buddy Traffic. His name is Buddy Traffic, um, a.k.a. Javon. And I've been knowing him for a while. Um, and I chose the song, um, How I Feel which is also a part of the um, soundtrack of Daddy, You Misspelled Father. Nice. Uh, it's a pretty dope song, and it, it, it touch it, it it talks about, you know, one, sub, one subject in particular about the way he feels about a certain female. Oh, you know, okay. and uh, it's pretty dope. It's okay. Pretty dope. Oh, buddy, just like B-U-D-D-Y, and Traffic, just like Traffic? Yeah, yeah, All Buddy right. Traffic. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So, man, I can't wait to hear that myself. All right, what yeah. else you got? Um, now for the mainstream was, um, I had to choose my, uh, one of, one of my favorite songs of all time, Tupac, um, okay. um the artist Tupac, Dear Mama, the song Ooh, Dear yes. Mama. Classic, classic. Um, that song always been a classic to me, man. And everybody who, you know, is in, is in the park and some people who not it, it, like into park can still feel the song, man. Yeah. It's a dope song. Yeah. One of my favorites. Timeless, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also chose the artist Undisputed Truth and their song Smiling Faces. Smiling Faces is dope. It's, it's classical. Um, it's real harmonic. And it, it talks about real life things, you know, just basically, you know, watch who you have around. Uh, not, yeah. not everybody's friend, you know? <laughs> That's Undisputed Truth, right? Yeah, un- yeah. Un- Undisputed Truth. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a group. Pretty dope. Is that that smiling uh, faces? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I got proof. Yeah, okay. Love that song, man. What else you got? Uh, I also chose Biggie Smalls. Everybody got to know Biggie Smalls. Yeah. Uh, so. I chose this song, Juicy. I Ooh. chose this song, Juicy, man. For That song, Juicy, is like the beginning of everything. Yeah. Anything you got going on in life, you know, if you finna start a project, a career, yeah. play that hey, play that song Juicy, man. It'll give you yeah. more vision. It, of it's, what you know what? It's the classic rags the riches song, right? There's no yeah. better, there's no there's no song that compares to that as far mm. as started from the bottom now I'm here. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's exactly that's, why I chose it, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the that's the best one, man. That's the best one you could have went with. <laughs> yeah. All right, you and, got um, one more for me? Yep. My last one, man, I I, I, I I had to give it to Eminem, man. Um, Eminem and the song Lose Yourself. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> I, I went with Lose Yourself. Can you but... see my list, bro? That's the... Oh, you... <laughs> I got to lose yourself, This is probably the third time this wow. has happened on this show where me and the guests <laughs> would... Let's just show how we all the same yeah. way with, bro. Golly. Man, lose yourself. Yeah. I had to end it with that song right there because that's the pinnacle. That right there, anything you do in life, you have to get lost into it. You have to give yeah. it your all. You just have to give it your all and don't even worry about nothing else, man. You really have to lose yourself, man, no matter what you're doing. Wow. And that's why I told man, that song has always been my all-time favorite. Yes. When I yes. first heard that song, I was in yes. high school. Yes. And I was like, man, this song is just like 
man. Bro, especially that third <laughs> verse. That third verse. What? Oh, when he man. told my goddamn food sales don't buy diapers. <laughs> no so movies, many quotable no lines. Oh my god. <laughs> Bro, my goodness, man. I love how you said that. Whatever you do in life, you got to lose yourself in it. Man, you, you had to make me pull a quick audible on that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. I had that. That was the first one I chose for my list, too. That's crazy. So, okay. So, to run it back, you got Buddy Traffic with How I Feel, Tupac, mm-hmm. Dear Mama, Undisputed Truth, Smiling Faces. I love that selection. Biggie Juicy. Eminem lose yourself, bro. That's a that's a solid five right there, bro. That's Appreciate a solid it, five. So this is <laughs> this is what I did, you know, and I did this because I knew you were on the show. So I wanted every song, with the exception of the local, but we'll get to that too. I wanted every song to be a song that was big off of uh, the soundtrack. You know, it was it, it was associated oh. with a movie. You know. Gotcha. What I mean? <laughs> So first off, we go go, we go slow things down a little bit. We go go with that Maxwell something something, that slow down <laughs> remix version from Love Jones. I okay. love that joint, bro. Every time it come on, it just first of all, that Love Jones is one of my favorite movies ever. It was so well done, bro. So it well, was, man. Um, wow. and the soundtrack was phenomenal, man. The soundtrack just you hit you hit a soundtrack, you think of the movie. You you watch the movie, you think of the soundtrack. They, they synonymous with one another, man. So I went with Maxwell, something, something, uh, mm-hmm. the slow version. Then I went with What's It Gonna Be by In Vogue. Oh, wow. Hey, classic song, song man. So classic. <laughs> and you know what I didn't know? Or classic. I don't think I knew it right away. But that song was produced by Organized Noise. from uh, You know, from Dungeon Family. Yes, they produced that song, What's It Gonna Be. You know what I'm saying? So kudos to if you know me, you know I love the Dungeon Family. I've had Cujo and Big Rube on this show before um, just because I love that group so much, that, that whole crew. But that song right there was so fire to me. What's it going to be with in, by En Vogue? So that's from the wow. Set It Off movie, the Set It Off soundtrack. Then I went with Prince because I oh, love the movie Purple Rain. But since I've chosen Purple Rain probably a couple times on this show because that's my favorite song of all time, I went with a different song. I went with Baby, I'm a Star. And I, I did that because I'm thinking of you. I'm like, Jabri, you know what, bro? You a star. You are a star, bro. So that's dedicated to you, uh, Prince, Baby, I'm a Star. So you stole my thunder with Eminem, Lose Yourself. <laughs> but I was quick on my toes because I know Eminem got another song from another movie called Venom. And and Eminem oh. kills that song on Venom, man. He... he, he he killed that, man. He killed it. He killed it. So he I had to be quick on my toes, man, because I wanted him <laughs> to be on here. So I was like, what other song? Because I sure was thinking you lose yourself. But I, I love that we were thinking the same thing. So Eminem, Venom. And then my local artist, I got to give love to my homeboy, Just Infinity. Gotcha. Uh, a song he got called Carnage, Carnage featuring yours truly. And um, like <laughs> I said, it's not associated with a movie, but in a way it is because we were inspired from the movie Venom Carnage when we wrote it. You know mm. what I mean? Thinking, what song would match the energy of that movie? And right. that we got the writing. So it, when you hear it, you'll hear all of the, the Venom uh, slash Carnage references. And I can definitely see that song being somewhere on that soundtrack. So that's my five. Maxwell something something. 
What's right. going to be in Vogue, Prince, Baby, I'm a Star, Eminem, Venom, and Just Infinity featuring Shawcore, Carnage. Man, this playlist is looking pretty dope, bro. It's looking pretty dope. Yeah, that's a dope playlist, man. <laughs> now, what I what I like to do, um, Rhea, is make all these playlists available when the episode airs, and it'll be named after you. So it'll be called, the playlist will be called Sliding with Jabri Wright. And like I say, the link will be in the description when this episode airs. You just click on that link and listen to this fire 10-song playlist we got. Um, before we got to get out of here, Jabri, uh, go ahead and share all your like social handles of how people can follow you and follow what you know what you got going on. So, um, my Facebook handle is Jabri Author Wright. That's uh, spelled out J I B R I Author Wright with a W W R I G H T. Um, I'm also on Instagram. Instagram, my handle is Authoritis, but it's spelled out. It. Is <laughs> <laughs> um, author A U T H O R right on writers W R I G H T I S arthritis. That's dope. <laughs> As oh, a writer, we write till we get arthritis. Yeah, <laughs> I was doing a little tendonitis in my hand the other day. I'm like, man, I, I guess I'm writing too much fire material. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I need a band aid. <laughs> right, right, right. Bro, it's been a pleasure, man. I'm so glad we got to do this. And um, absolutely, you know, keep going, keep grinding. Like I say, it's no doubt in my mind you're gonna be a household name sooner than later. And you guys will be able to say, "Man, I heard about that brother on slides a couple years ago." <laughs> While we do this, man, some local innovators doing extraordinary stuff. Y'all know how we do it. Hey, Jabri, man, I holla at you. Love, bro. Keep going. All right. Hey, man, this was awesome, bro. Hey, I'm going to talk to you soon, man. Hey, thank you for having me on the show, bro. For sure, for sure. All right, bro. 